Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. The place beyond dual, beyond non-dual. The place of like joy and sadness and death and birth and all of these being actually two sides of the same coin. Um, so yeah, as opposed to opposites, just almost like coexistences. Um, ah, so two shares today. The one along the line, okay, I'm doing this back to front of the title of this podcast. So the challenges bring them on. I love, 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 like often Mickey references these different ideas of like, imagine a, a team that always consistently like won like a basketball match and they played and every time they they played always by like half time it was like 4-0 and then there was always and then they always won like I don't know say that something like 12-2 and it was like that every single time they played a match you know like at, at some point it doesn't become fun for the players it doesn't become fun for the spectators it's like you know watching a match where a final, people are going to win 30-0. Like, where's the, where's, the, where's the challenge and the enjoyment for the players, all the spectators? And I know this has come up in others before, but, oh, gosh, I can do with reminders. Um, and what's really beautiful, I was very grateful, that today I had a first-hand experience. So the whole idea is that in life, if we want challenge to feel stimulated and engaged and feel the reward of having like grappled with something and had to like work and earn to achieve progress. So why then not have the same attitudes in life and in challenges we face on mental and emotional and at those levels? So I had like a first-hand experience of this this week where I have a guitar lesson and I chose a song and I was asking, because at the moment the teacher that I'm with kind of, I can suggest a song and then he'll just work out the chords and like wants me to choose stuff that I like. But I also want to know stuff that's good to learn on guitar because maybe something's not necessarily transposable, transferable to guitar and it's better on a different instrument. I kind of send everything that we played everywhere. So this one, like I wasn't sure. And then as he's doing it, it turns out, oh my God. There are two new chords that are pretty like challenging. They're both bar chords, which means that um, for someone who's not familiar with guitar, like you use your one finger to create like the bar to hold all the six strings down. Um, oh my God, to create, yeah, like the bar at the end. But oh my Lord. So there's two of these. And at one point you have to jump from, they're quite a distance from each other. And I actually just got so excited because it's like I didn't want a song. Actually, I could feel it. I had absolutely like first-hand experience of this desire for challenge. But obviously, like not challenge that's so outrageously on the other side. It's like ease and challenge go hand in hand again. Because in that example of the team that wins 30-0 every, like the, the final, what would be the point? So it's 30-0 in terms of the ease for the outstanding players. And it's 30 nil in terms of the extent of the challenge for the 
new, like unskilled or much lower grade players or maybe inexperienced players, whatever it is. But it's like, again, it's non-dual. It's not that they're opposites. They're actually like coexisting. It's interesting, okay, because yes, I, I get it. On the one side, they're opposites, but they're also like they coexist. Um, they're just two sides of the same thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know the subtlety is sometimes a challenge with language in terms of essences, but yeah, there's a nuance here that I'm picking up in a slightly like new way, which is really delicious. So back to this thing with the guitar that actually I didn't want for song that's going to do all the chords I already know. Like I wanted one that's going to challenge me and going to have something new and difficult and that even the strum may be like new and challenging and I'm not going to know what's going on in the beginning and oh my god it's going to be like overwhelming and that's what I wanted and I got so excited that this is actually like really hard because then I know that like as I practice there's such a joy and satisfaction that comes from making progress because of the challenge ah so now it's like yeah to bring that same excitement and energy to life and it just reminds me of the beautiful beautiful phrase Mickey said that like you are not here to change life you are here for life to change you oh wow beautiful 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 um so it's through the challenge and the growth that change happens because when it's ease and it's everything you know already there is no growth or progress or change ha ah. And so a little bit back to front. The other one with infinite compassion. Oh my lord. Okay, so here as well, Mickey was chatting around just this idea of compassion, of like understanding where someone is coming from. So understanding where someone is coming from, even if you don't agree with it. So it's like just understanding how they could see it that way. And this infinite compassion of sometimes when any one of us can be lost in the intensity of a situation, it can be so overwhelming that it's difficult to see the wood from the trees and stuff that objectively other people can see is just like really like it's not percept perceptible, perceivable. Oh my God. So on in, in improv this week, there was a game. And in this game, there were three of us at a time, and you have a scenario of a situation where you are. So, for example, we were in a cave, and each of us is participating, and everyone has a word. And one of the three of us, the word was flashlight, my word was coin, and then there was, like, darkness. So the whole idea was all three of us, like, start in the or maybe two of us start in the scene. So you have to be mindful of these words, because when you say one of these words... The first time, if you're not in the scene, you come in, and you have to come in in a way that makes sense. So you have to think of, watch what's going on, and come in in a way that it makes sense for you to join. Or, if you're in the scene, and that word, like flashlight is said, or my word coin, then I would have to like come up with a reason that I've got to leave the scene. I can't just like run off because my word's been said. So, my lord. I mean, this is the simplest, simplest of instruction, Right? But when I was actually in the scene, fine, in the beginning, got it the first time, came back. Now, there are all these other elements as well about remembering, like, if there's three of you, that the scene is still equally, like, not equally, but, like, that everybody's still valuable to the scene. 
and yes and and all these principles so at one point when I come back in I get so engrossed in the story and in all these other aspects that the fact that I have a word that sends me on and off completely completely did not exist in my consciousness at all there wasn't a faint whiff of awareness of the fact that I had a word and after that I had actually said my own word several times just remaining there which was so obvious to everybody watching and it was such such a lesson deep compassion because equally when I sit when someone's given an instruction and I watch the person participating I'm thinking oh god they didn't do that and they didn't do that and we were told this but it's very easy when you're sitting on the outside and you're not inside to have the clarity and the perspective and the understanding of it all. It's a totally different ball game when you're in, in the game. Yo, 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 yo. So it was just to have that infinite compassion that on the outside it can seem so obvious and how can a person be so lost and how can they not see it? Because when you're in it, <laughs> It literally can get so dense and so dark and so constrictive that there are just things that literally we cannot see. And it reminds me as well, if you've ever seen, there's a test of awareness where there are these basketball teams and there's one with like white t-shirts and you have to count the number of times the ball bounces between the white players. And then asked, was they asked you some other question, got nothing to do with that. And most times people are so focused on the ball bouncing between the players, counting the number of bounces, that something very obvious happened in that scene and they didn't see it. They didn't see it because they were so laser focused on something else. So yeah, it was just two very beautiful, profound lessons I feel gifted for this week. So precious soul. May we, may we, just as we love the deliciousness of challenge to stretch us and help us grow, that we feel a satisfaction of achievement and growth and possibility, may we equally come to life's challenges with such bright-eyed enthusiasm for wanting the challenge. Oh, and, 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 and. May we have infinite compassion for ourselves and others. And remember that when we see people and it seems so obvious, why can they not see this situation? The wood for the trees, because the wood for the trees is not an easy situation when you're in there, stuck in that forest. And to just hold infinite compassion and love and just see the possibility of the person, because there will come a time when it's possible conversation, awareness, reflection, but sometimes in the moment of infinite compassion for not being able to see. Happy adventuring, precious souls, until we meet again.